Best of Times live from 710 Keel Studios in Shreveport, Louisiana, celebrating age and maturity, helping you make the best years of your life the best they can be. The Best of Times, your host, Gary Kaligas. Good morning, radio listeners. I'm Gary Kaligas, the publisher of The Best of Times, the only news magazine and radio show for mature adults in northwest Louisiana. Thank you for tuning in to our show today, and also thank you those who might be listening via the Internet at www.710keel.com. Also thanking those who might be listening via the Keel application on their Apple and Android devices. We thank AARP Louisiana neighbors, tenant country of Shreveport, your Dodge, Chrysler, Ram, and Jeep dealer, for being the exclusive sponsors of this radio show to help provide you with beneficial information each and every Saturday morning. In just a few minutes, we'll learn about the importance of social wellness for seniors and boomers. So stay to the show for some very beneficial information for you and your loved ones. It is Saturday, August the 14th, and we are broadcasting our show from the studios of News Radio 710 Keel, a town square media station here in Shreveport, Louisiana. However, today's show is not live and has been pre-recorded, so we will be unable to accept calling questions and comments from our loyal radio listeners. Now that we have the vaccine for COVID-19, it's going to be up to you to make that decision to get the vaccine in the upcoming weeks and months. Hopefully these vaccines and other precautions will help the world get back to normal as soon as possible. Be sure to pick up the August issue of the Best of Times at one of our 270 distribution locations. We thank you for the many compliments about our magazine. We do appreciate hearing from you. Remember, if you're unable to find a copy of one of our distribution locations, you can always visit our popular website at thebestoftimesnews.com to view both current and past issues for the past three years, as well as to view and download the 2021 Silver Pages Senior Resource Directory. In addition, you can listen to previously broadcast shows here on the Best of Times Radio Hour. We'll be right back with more information, but now we're to our sponsors and advertisers who make this radio show possible. You're listening to the Best of Times Radio Hour here on News Radio 710 Keel, proudly presented by AARP Louisiana and A Bears Tenant Country of Shreveport, your Dodge Chrysler Ram and Jeep dealer. Gary Kaligas will be right back with more Best of Times Radio Hour after this on 1017 FM and 710 Keel. Gary's back with more Best of Times Radio Hour on 1017 FM and 710 Keel. Welcome back to our show, the Best of Times Radio Hour, probably presented by AARP Louisiana and A Bears Tenant Country of Shreveport, your Dodge Chrysler Ram and Jeep dealer. Today on my show, I have a very special guest is Dr. Loy, a regional medical director with Centerwell Senior Primary Care uh, in the Streetport and Bossier City area, but, th- but many locations throughout the United States. So thank you, Dr. Loy, for joining us today here on the Best of Times Radio Hour. Thank you for having me. So I hear that your, lo- your locations in our community in, in Streetport and now in Bossier City are doing well. They are. We um, opened in Bossier City end of 2020 and then in Shreveport early this year. Um, we continue to grow rapidly in the community throughout the year um, despite COVID. You know, I think that's one of the, the joys of our senior-focused practice, and we're happy to be in the community and serving the seniors in Shreveport and Bossier City. Yeah, but before we before we get into the topic of social wellness, is wellness for seniors and boomers, uh, give us a give us a little overview about what Centerwell offers to the seniors and boomers and others in the area. 
Yeah, absolutely. So, so CenterWell is a senior-focused primary care model. So everything we do from where we put our centers to the physicians and the staff that we hire and the resources that we provide are specifically built to help seniors. We recognize that as as people age, you know, their not only their medical conditions need change, but also, you know, their social well-being, their emotional health, they have financial struggles. And so we um, developed kind of a really robust care team that not only includes physicians and nurse practitioners, but also pharmacists and registered nurses and social workers to help us address all of those healthcare needs of seniors kind of in that holistic approach. So it's like a one-stop shop to help them instead of having to visit 15 different people. Is that correct? Yeah, we really want to try to keep everything we do in the centers. You know, as we get older, transportation becomes an issue. Nobody wants to get out and drive around traffic, although it is better in Shreveport and Bossier City than some places I've been. But, you know, we want to be able to go one place and get all of those um, care needs met. So we, we do blood draws on site. We can administer medications on site. We do, you know, extensive testing on site um, so that people really, we try to do everything in our office rather than having to refer people out to, you know, a bunch of specialists and hospital systems where it's, it's busy and hard to coordinate care. Well, I want you to brag a little bit. I had a, a senior that told me that she was part of your team and she loved your services. And, and she said, well, Gary, is this is this unique? Are we just lucky to have it in Shreveport and Bossier and only? I, I said, no, ma'am, I think they have other locations throughout the United States. So so brag to our listeners a little bit out there that you do have locations. I, I know of you. You have them in Houston, and I believe you have them in Las Vegas, if I recall. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're actually one of the largest senior-focused primary care models in all of the United States. We have clinics in South Carolina, North Carolina, Florida, Kansas City, Kansas, Missouri, Nevada, Texas. Uh, we're growing in Louisiana this year, and we'll be extending down to southern Louisiana with centers opening in Denham Springs, Covington, Slidell, and Hammond. Um, and then we're also opening in Georgia later this year. Wow. So, so again, I wanted to explain to our listeners that they're not just a local thought-up uh, model just for the Shreveport and Borussia City area. It's, it's more than that. It's, it's more encompassing. And and, uh, and and so I was trying to emphasize this lady. It's not just unique to Shreveport and Bossier. It's in other parts of the country. So tell your relatives and tell your friends that, you know, they can probably access it as well. Absolutely. We we are popping up all over the country and are happy to help. You know, our goal is to serve as many seniors as we can. So, so um, look us up online and or call your local center, and we're happy to give you um, ideas and locations where we are throughout the country. So in the in the past 18 months of this pandemic, uh, there's still a focus for, for caring the well-being of seniors in our community. Is that right? Even, even? Absolutely. You know, I think I think with the pandemic, um, it, it was such a strange time for everyone over the last 18 months. I think, you know, we're starting to see some resurgence of COVID and, and some fear that we may be going back into the state we worry about a year ago. Um, and one of the things that I think everyone experienced that can be particularly detrimental to seniors is that social isolation and not being able to get out of your home and communicate with your friends and your families. Um, that's been a real struggle for, for everyone, but can definitely affect seniors as well. well. Well, definitely. I can I can tell you that being a senior boomer myself, it was a little bit difficult zooming, you know, zoom presentations <laughs> and zooming and going online to, to for various events, but also church services. I know more and more 
uh, seniors and boomers are visiting their 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 churches and synagogues and 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 locations where they meet and, and they're they're glad to come back. But I agree with you. There is some worry now, and I hope it hope it gets resolved quickly. Uh, that we that we're going a little bit taking uh, back steps. But 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 tell us. So tell us again. What is a social health situation? Yeah, so, you know, to me, when I think of social health, it really just describes our relationships. Um, and that may be with friends, families, neighbors, coworkers, like you mentioned, church communities. It's all of those people that we interact with on a regular basis. Um, and that's why it's been so hard over the last year is, is we haven't had full access to that. Um, you know, it's natural. In addition, as, as we age, a lot of things, those things change naturally. You know, children move away, family moves away, friends move away, and so those connections can loosen anyway. Um, you know, one of the things we really focus on at CenterWell is really trying to support the social health of seniors. One of my absolute favorite things about all of our CenterWell locations across the country is that we have these amazing activity centers. Um, you know, a lot of those centers had to shut down and weren't able to do things during the height of the pandemic, but we're slowly opening those activity centers up. We are definitely have those open in Entryport and Bossier City, where we try to offer year-round program, year programming where patients can come, they can bring friends, they can bring family members to do various events. So we um, may have events on, you know, educational events about healthy diet or, you know, dealing with stress. We can have educational talks by doctors and pharmacists, but also just really fun activities. I think one of the things I've learned about being in Louisiana is that people really love their bingo. So I know all of our centers in Louisiana have bingo. We're starting to do fitness bingo. Um, and like I said, it's not just for patients, but also friends and, and community members. And, of course, we do all of those act, um, activities very socially distanced and safe to keep all of the patients and, every, and staff safe in those activity centers. So, so the, the benefits of having social wellness and social awareness is, is, is to keep the mind occupied as well as the body, keep us moving, right? Is that one of the purposes? Is that one of the purposes? Yeah, social health is really important, not just to physical health, but also emotional well-being. You know, staying connected um, really can help prevent things like depression and anxiety and isolation. Um, And like I said, those things naturally happen as we age anyway. And so being able to keep those social connections helps keep those things at bay. And so we really, and as we know, when you have depression and anxiety, those things can affect your, your physical health as well. You're less motivated to take care of your health care problems. You're less motivated to be active and exercise or, or you know, eat healthy. And so keeping a good social health and emotional health can really impact your physical health as well. Well, what about, you know, pre, pre uh, well, we're still in the pandemic, but the isolation mm-hmm. pandemic was, yeah, I, I was told by seniors and boomers, by their family members, that they were they became so depressed, and they kept mm-hmm. taking more medication. They over medicated in some sense. Mm-hmm. Is that true? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was going to say. I mean, I think medication certainly has its part in emotional health and, and can be a benefit to some people. But I also think that you know building those social connections and working on that emotional health plays a really important part. And one of the things I think a lot of seniors struggle with is this 
they come to their physician and they talk about these complaints and I'm tired, I'm depressed, and I'm lonely. And, and a lot of physicians, the answer is to give medications. And that's not always the answer here at Centerwell. We really want to give other resources, whether it be those activities in the activity center, whether it be connecting with our behavioral health specialists to talk through that depression and, and isolation and a lot of people struggle with insomnia. We want to be able to utilize all those resources to help take care of that, um, that emotional health so that people then can feel better and take care of their physical health. So we, we really try to give that wraparound care um, so that people are taking the right medication, not just more medication. Well, in the right medication, the right time timing, and, and, and somebody needs to be monitoring if they're home alone, uh, definitely. Uh, Absolutely. Somebody needs to monitor it. I mean, I, when I was a home health care administrator, I mean, that was the key thing when my nurses and staff went in there is to, is to be the pill checker to make sure we're not over-medicating and are forgetting to take the pills. So uh, the, 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 they need it to, to survive. Yeah. But, uh, and, we, you know, we have a lot of, a lot of resources to, to help seniors with that. And we really, like you said, I know it was certainly challenging in the pandemic for the technology piece for a lot of seniors is challenging. But we, we were really creative in the way that we do that. And so if, if patients can't necessarily want to come in and, and see their physician or can't come in, don't want to, want to stay home and stay safe, you know, we have those pharmacists that can call and talk to you through your medications, make sure that you're taking them awesome. correctly. We implemented some, you know, virtual visits, and, and if patients want a car where they're safe, we can give them an iPad where they can still talk to their pharmacist, show them their pill bottles. Um, so we really want to make sure that everyone's, you know, keeping up with all of those important aspects of their health in a really safe way. So we've really tried to be creative in how we can reach seniors um, and still keep them safe and comfortable. So I want I want you to give our listeners a little bit of information for them, uh, primarily for their probably their loved ones and others is. What are some signs that may indicate a senior are experiencing social health challenges? So what are the, you know, some of those think, signs? Yeah, I think that's a great question. Um, I think, you know, some of the most um, important things to identify is, you know, a lot of us are being forced to spend some time alone, but when, when seniors really prefer that, you know, they're not reaching out, they're not calling friends and family, they're not wanting to go out and do those things, that's a big red flag that that family members should be um, aware of and you know we really encourage family members to come with with um, their parents or their siblings to to visit to see us and bring up those red flags to us the other thing is you know are you sleeping more Um, sleeping more can sometimes be a good thing but it's also not necessarily a good thing if they're skipping activities to just nap and stay home you know, they're changing their eating habits. They're either eating more or, or especially for seniors, a lot of that time looks like they're eating less. You know, they just don't have an appetite and aren't really excited. Um, memory problems can be a sign of depression, just forgetting things and, and small things. And it's not necessarily, um, you know, something concerning like dementia, but depression really can affect memory. And then obviously we always worry, especially in these times of isolation, that, you know, if anyone starts using alcohol more to kind of medicate or help sleep, we certainly want, um, you know, people to recognize that and make sure they talk to, to their healthcare professionals about those things. Well, Dr. Law, you might want to mention alcohol. I would say more and more during this pandemic, uh, yeah. utilize the, the alcohol scenario. But I cautioned a few of my friends who did not do a lot of drinking before, but supposedly they did a lot of drinking during, is be careful 
especially if you're taking certain medications, right? It exacerbates. It causes could cause yeah. major significant problems in, in dealing with that. I, uh, for I, I can just think of a couple. I mean, taking Tylenol and, and, and drinking a lot is not really the good thing to do. Is that, isn't that true? What's one of them I can no, think absolutely. of. No, absolutely. A really simple medication like Tylenol um, can affect your liver function. We obviously know that alcohol, we process it through our liver. So some, a really simple over-the-counter medication can, can really interact with alcohol. And so the same definitely goes for prescription medication. So, you know, I think it's, it's really important to be candid with your physicians about the fact that you're drinking alcohol, making sure that you're doing that safely. There's no interactions with your medications. Um, like you said, I think we're, we're here to so, certainly support and it's, if you feel like, you know, you're having to drink more to sleep and those things, that's where we really want to engage um, our team to really help you get through some of those with healthier resources. But I but I, I love that some of the items that you mentioned, people be cautious about, especially when somebody's alone and they're isolated and they don't want to interact. Some, that's going to be detrimental to them. They might have been tremendously healthy before, but continuing that, I mean, they could be a lack of food, and nope, they don't let anybody in there, family members or friends or what, to help them replenish their food supply. It could get pretty serious. Yeah, it can be very serious, and so I, I think that's really important for family members to identify those things. And then, and even if they can't get their loved ones to engage with us at the centers, we certainly want to have them reach out to us. You know, uh, you mentioned food supply and food resources, and obviously that can be challenging for seniors as well from a cost standpoint or access standpoint or transportation. And you know, we have social workers. Um, and very good community relationships in the Shreveport Bossier City area, you know, with food banks and, and meals on wheels to get to get food to patients when they may be struggling during this time of isolation. So explain to our listeners. We're going to have a few more segments to to do it, but uh, explain to our uh, listeners out there how can you become part of Center Wells. Um, uh, programs and plans. Yeah, so absolutely. We have, you know, like I said, the two centers in Shreveport and Bossier City. Um, we are certainly very happy for you to schedule a visit. You can come take a tour of the centers. Um, we're not, you know, going to um, immediately harass you to, to schedule a visit. We really want you to be able to come toward the center. You, you can even meet the providers and the care team to really see if this is a place that you want to come. Um, I personally think that we have amazing, beautiful centers. We have tons of resources for patients, and it's such a special place um, that most people, I think, when they come and meet our team will be excited to join us. But you can certainly reach out and call the centers. Our Shreveport Center number is 318-642-9282. Um, our Bossier number is 318-606-6737. Um, or you can go to our website online. We have a Facebook page. But you can reach out, and, and the team will get you set up for a visit or a tour. Um, or even if you want to come and, and come to an activity and just see what we're talking about, there's tons of ways you can engage and decide if we're the right place for you to be. So, again, explain a little bit further, I'm going to ask a follow-up question. Do they have to mm -hmm. be part of certain health care plans to be eligible to participate? So we do um, partner mostly with Medicare Advantage plans in um, the shreveport Bossier City area. So currently we're accepting Humana Medicare Advantage, Aetna, um, and WellCare. So one of those plans. But we, we really encourage you to come and tour the center. Um, regardless, we're, we're starting to open up to some original Medicare plans. And so we can always check at the center and see if your um, your insurance is one that we take and can accommodate you. We're really, we're really excited to be in the area and just want to serve as many seniors as we can. So tell us a little bit the uniqueness that 
that your activities and your one stop and all your physicians and pharmacists and social workers uh, involved with how, how do what's the difference there is the other method of individually yeah, doing um, so I think you know what I think one of the things like I said that makes us really special and I've worked at a, I've been doing medicine for a really long time but we really have um, a whole group to take care of you and so you know whether that be one-on-one or in a group setting you know, I think that we really try to focus the care to each individual need, and so we just encourage you to stop by and let us figure out how we can help you. That's a, that's a good answer. Hold that thought. We'll be right back with more information. But now, work more sponsors and advertisers who make this radio show possible. You're listening to the Best of Times Radio Hour here on News Radio 710 Keel, proudly presented by AERP Louisiana and A Bears Town and Country of Shreveport, your Dodge Chrysler Ram and Jeep dealer. Gary Kalidas will be right back with more Best of Times Radio Hour after this on 101.7 FM and 710 Keel. Gary's back with more Best of Times Radio Hour on 101.7 FM and 710 Keel. Welcome back to our show, the Best of Times Radio Hour, proudly presented by AERP Louisiana and A-Bears Tending Country Air Shreveport, your Dodge Chrysler Ram and Jeep dealer. Joining me on my show as a special guest is Dr. Bree Loy, who is the Regional Medical Director with Centerwell, Centerwell Senior Primary Care, and uh, she's discussing social wellness for seniors. Why is it? What is it? And why is it important? So thank you, Dr. Loy, for joining us today here on the Best of Times Radio Hour. Thanks again for having me. So in, in discussing the, the topic of social wellness for seniors and boomers, always like to have the word boomers in there. Some of us, <laughs> I, I, I'm a boomer. Uh, I, I, I'm proud of that. I'm not a, I think I haven't reached the senior level yet. Maybe I want to become 80. But right now at 71, I, I feel like I'm a boomer. Uh, you sound so young, though, Doc. Uh, <laughs> you have a great young-sounding always... voice. You have a great young-sounding voice. I don't always feel that way, but I, but I appreciate that. <laughs> oh, you 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 have that cheerful smile, and I love physicians who have a, a cheerful smile and a cheerful tone in their voice. It makes us feel good. When 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 doctors speak and mumble and and lowliness, it, it doesn't help us when we go to visit them. I love it. The upbeat of any doctor I go to visit. So uh, I, I think that's the <laughs> one thing they taught them in. In medical school, but they, most of them forgot. But some, some of them are the younger ones, like you, and others are remembering to do that. So let's let's get back to uh, what can seniors do to maintain good social health. So what can they do? Yeah, I mean, I think that there's tons of activities that seniors can do, and you know, I always say. So I personally um, am a little younger, maybe than than you and some of the patients. But I also just a quick personal story. Um, my grandmother. Um, just passed away a couple months ago, but she made it to the ripe old age of 105. She was about wow. a month from a exactly. Oh, she was about a month from 106, and she was an amazing woman. Um, and part of how she stayed healthy so long is because she just stayed incredibly active. Um, and so I think there's lots of things that that seniors can do to maintain that social health. Like I said, that can impact their their physical health. And so some of that is just um, you know staying connected with friends. Um, you know, we have, like I said, plenty of activities at, at our centers that people can come to. Um, but there's also other things like, you know, I think volunteering is is a great resource for seniors. I always joke that I always joke that, you know, you work hard your whole life um, so that you can retire. And that's when you get to go do the really fun things. So like volunteering, doing arts and crafts, doing more exercise, taking up new hobbies. 
Um, all of those fun things can help improve social health and, and mental health. And definitely things have been a little a little weird in the last year, but things are starting to open up and, and just getting back to some of those fun things and doing things that maybe we haven't done before. It's a great way to, to expand what we're doing and keep, keep um, our social health good. And, and the other thing is I tell newly retirees, Staying active is important, not staying in front of the TV set and flipping channels in their rocking chair, you know, like 12 hours a day. That's, that's not active, and you're, you're going to get – it's not helping you to do that. You might want to do that for a couple of days, but still, it's, you shouldn't do it uh, every single day. You need to get out and move. I think I read, yeah, a, and, and, I read an article you know, about that several months ago. Absolutely. And, the, and here's the thing. They have so many activities out there now for varying levels of – of physical abilities. So, you know, there are some seniors that are super active and can get out and walk. And, you know, my granny, she walked with her friends in the park, you know, until she was in her 90s. But not everybody has that same ability, whether it be a, a, a health condition or, you know, a disability. But, you know, there are lots of chair exercises. And, you know, we have had silver sneakers come into our centers before, and there's chair yoga and, and varying levels depending on what your, your comfort is. But all of those things are are important to maintaining balance, preventing fall risk, maintaining good cardiovascular health, good mental health. So, you know, even if it's just a small bit, you know, 10 minutes a day can make a, make a huge impact on your health. And so I think it's super important um, to get up out of that chair and do something. Gardening, walk your dog, all of those things count. And, and the other thing, in, in involving your mind in learning, I, I, I love it when I hear people, in, including myself, you know, taking other educational courses either online or with lectures and, and about history, about about uh, art, about different crafts. It, it's it's my it's great. It, you, you feel good about learning something new. You may not know anything about it. You're going to try it, and I think it's it it it, it adds it adds to purpose purposeful life, right? It gives you some yeah, purpose. and it does, and it, it also stimulates your mind. You know, I think one thing that also really concerns seniors as they get older is you know memory loss and you know family members. If you've seen people with dementia, it's a really fearful thing. And the best way to prevent you know losing your memory is to use it. I'm a big move it or lose it believer, and that applies to our memory as well. So. You know, learning new things, reading, doing crossword puzzles, Sudoku, anything that really stimulates your brain um, helps that mental health, your your social health, your emotional health. So those little things, um, even though they can be done on your couch, you know, now, like you said, with all this technology, you can take classes virtually, but all of those things are, are super important to and maintaining that good um, mental health as we, as, we, as we age. Well, I commend you for talking about this because I've had other researchers on my show that says that there's no scientific proof that doing crossword Sudoku playing cards can help your mind. But I said, it's really helped me. I don't know how many other people it's helped, but I, I still think it has some benefit. It can't hurt you. Uh, that's why for the past 21 years, we put crossword puzzles and Sudoku and many other word puzzles in our magazine. Others said, oh, you know, they, they love it, but some people said, that's just a waste of, you know, waste of print. But I said, if it helps one person, I'm thankful. And, uh, we, exactly. and I, I think it does help. Playing cards, uh, does help get your memory jogging. I, I play bridge. I haven't played it for many years, but I'm starting to take back bridge, and it's remarkable. It, it's really and, you, and it's also social, um, 
social hell. You have got a network. You a new, might have a new network. You're people that are playing, right? Exactly. Like I said, it's not just about using the memory, but it's also a great opportunity to build those social connections. You know, like I said, I think one of the the biggest things that we have in in our Shreveport, Bossier, and, and Louisiana is bingo. Everybody really loves yes, bingo. Yes, they do. And I re- and I really laugh because my grandmother. She played bingo until she just couldn't see the cards anymore, and so so I just think that it's a great a great activity. It's social, you know. Who, you can win prizes. Who doesn't love prizes? Um, so I just think that it's a great way for seniors to, to, to do some mental activity and to socialize. Yes, yeah, so it's it's quite popular throughout the throughout the United States and the world, and in, in all ethnicities, they all love it. I had a, a grandmother in Montgomery, Alabama, that and she was in her upper 80s, and she would take me to the bingo parlor with her, and I loved going with her, but she <laughs> she just loved it, and it it put a smile on her face every time, even though she didn't win sometimes, but she still had a smile on her face, and it gave her that positive exactly. smile, smiling feeling as well. So, so the other negative aspect is people are so uh, concerned about COVID-19 safety precautions, especially seniors mm-hmm. and boomers in the area. So how does your, your, your wellness centers there handle that yeah so so obviously like i mentioned earlier you know even though it feels like we've come out of the peak of the pandemic we're certainly starting to see a rise in cases again um so we've still held you know maximum precautions within our clinics so we really um everyone that comes in the center um is required to wear a mask all of our staff wear masks at all times we're still practicing social distancing so even in those activity center events you know everyone maintains back six feet social distancing, wearing masks, um, you know, we're really trying to make sure that we're able to get people together, but in a, in a safe way. So um, we've even done some outdoor activities in some of our um, centers just to, you know, let people get together. It's probably a little hot right now, um, but it's still in that safe way. So still very top of our mind um, in, in maintaining those um, precautions throughout our centers and, and activity centers. So in case they want to get screened or they feel or they you can do that or do you send them elsewhere? No, we have COVID testing in our clinic. So if any patient that comes in and is feeling bad, feels like they've had an exposure to someone um, that has um, been tested positive for COVID, we can absolutely do those screenings in our centers and then give them any guidance based on results on things they can do to, you know, who should they stay home, who should they stay away from, how long to socially isolate and things they can do to help um, take care of themselves if they're if they're feeling sick. Wow. Going back to educational activities, I'm sure your center helps people learn new hobbies. And, you know, one thing I found being a musician for many years, I have uh, recommended to certain people, uh, ladies and men that are my age or much older, to, to take up a musical instrument. I said the, the playing the piano and some instruments now is so much easier than it was many years ago. And a lot of them are doing that and getting a lot of joy. They've never played the piano before or the keyboard before, and now they're getting some enjoyment out of it. I'm, I'm, I'm mm-hmm. totally, totally amazed. And, and when they tell, thank you, Gary, for recommending me to take up piano lessons, and I'm, you know, I'm mm-hmm. doing some of them doing online, some of them doing it via courses within the area. So I hope your your center where offers them that opportunity. I mean, musical instrument music is is soothing to the the body, soul, etc. So, but it's not never too late to pick to learn a, a musical instrument. So uh, and, and make joyful music, as well as painting and poetry, etc. So that, that that is really uh, amazing, and it increases, I believe, your social wellness as well. So, mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. so I, one thing I want you to emphasize is 
do you feel that seniors and boomers are overwhelmed with technology? Uh, that's a great question. Um, you know, I think that technology, I think it depends on the person. And it's really funny because, you know, my parents are boomers, and they, my dad, I think, has more technology than I have. Um, but not, <laughs> not everybody feels that, that way. Um, and so I think, you know, um, at the same time, my father-in-law, he got a smartphone and he hated it and went back to his flip phone. So I think it's just a preference and it, and it really depends. But, you know, it's a lot of it out there. And, and I think one of the challenges that we saw during the pandemic is, we, you know, there's a lot of expectation that boomers know how to use all that technology and, and they don't necessarily and don't True. have access to it. And so, you know, we've really tried to um, to make some, some resources, like I said, in the center where we can can provide some of that technology to patients. But, you know, I do think it's, it's a great way to keep up with family and friends if you have access. You know, like you said, so many things now with face, FaceTime and Zoom meetings that, that, that there are a lot of things that can be done. But I think it's really important to remember, um, you know, to be safe with that technology and make sure you're, you're setting your privacy settings, you're creating strong passwords, you're, you know, keeping those things locked up in a way where people can't get in and, and then the really another big one is, is scams. You know, I think I get emails, you know, from crazy Amazon things or whatever all the time that are scams. And I think that um, it's easy to just misinterpret some of something that looks like a legitimate email and, and fall into a scam. And so it's really, it's really important to be careful with the technology as well um, so that we're using it safely and, and not getting ourselves into trouble. So. Well, I, I'm, I'm glad that you emphasize that because some seniors and boomers get this technology and they they're isolated by themselves and they they learn how to do email and they learn how to do online and all of a sudden they're opening everything. Uh, yeah, I've yeah. had relatives that do that and you get so many viruses and so many problems that you have to clean up and probably start from scratch sometime on the computer to clear everything off of there. And I, I forewarned some in recent ones that be careful about what you you click on and they say, well, Gary, that seemed legit to me. And I said, well, it seemed legit. Yeah. Uh, ask somebody else before you seem legit. And, uh, you know, they're offering you a free trip to Europe or they're offering you a free <laughs> Caribbean cruise or uh, they're offering uh, you to make, you know, a million dollars, the lottery, uh, et cetera. So be, be very careful. And you're right, scams. We we, promote, we educate people on our show and our magazine as, as well as on our website about various ones throughout the area and throughout the world that hopefully we can we can uh, avoid some one or more thousands of people not being victimized by those but you know i've been i've been told that that's the latest thing now and i, I just like you i get thousands of them uh, every mm-hmm. month and and some of them are very sophisticated they're getting re- better and better uh, but but likewise the telephone so you, you know we got to emphasize listeners that uh I mean, it's okay to talk, but be careful about what you say if you answer every phone call. So that that, that the, the scammers are really working well on the phone. I get them all the time about um, mm-hmm. car warranty insurance, and uh, I'm going about to be <laughs> evicted. My Medicare plan's going to be shut down. So make sure you give me your your so your social security number, your Medicare number, and we'll fix it for you. And I said, no, thank you. And I, I would hang yeah. up. Well, hold that thought. Well, definitely. Sorry, definitely don't give out any of those important numbers. Oh, still are doing that. It's sad. It's really sad. Yep. Hold that thought. We'll be right back with more information. But now with more sponsors and advertisers who make this radio show possible, you're listening to the Best of Times Radio Hour here on News Radio 710 Keel, proudly presented by AERP Louisiana and Abers, Sun and Country Report, your Dodge Chrysler Ram and Jeep dealer. 
Gary Kaligas will be right back with more Best of Times Radio Hour after this on 101.7 FM and 710 Keel. Gary's back with more Best of Times Radio Hour on 101.7 FM and 710 Keel. Welcome back to our show, the Best of Times Radio Hour, proudly presented by AARP Louisiana and Ebers Town and Country of Shreveport, your Dodge Chrysler Ram and Jeep dealer. I'm Gary Kaligas, and I thank you for listening to our show today. Joining me on my show is a special guest is Dr. Bree Loy, who is a regional medical director with Center Well Senior Primary Care with us, and they have locations in the Shreveport and Bossier City area. Today we're talking about social wellness for seniors and boomers, what, what it is and why is it important. So thank you, Doc, again for joining us today here on the Best of Times Radio Hour. Hi, thanks again for having me. So Let's let's uh, talk a little bit about your care team model uh, and, and, and tell us how this approach work, looks different than other uh, other healthcare models. Yeah, so you know, I think our care team is one of the things that makes Centerwell incredibly special, um, especially taking care of, of seniors. And so, like I mentioned earlier, we you know all of our centers have um, physicians um, and nurse practitioners, um, but we also use a team of other other um, healthcare professionals to help take care of all of those patients' needs. So, you know, when you come into the office, you may see your physician or the nurse practitioner, but we also have behavioral health specialists, social workers, um, pharmacists, and, and registered nurses that can work as care coaches to really give that wraparound care. Um, you know, as physicians, we are trained to do a ton of things in medical school. But we are not trained to be social workers. We are not trained to be pharmacists. And so, you know, having those additional resources not only helps um, us as, as providers to give better care, but it's really such a great benefit for the patient to really give that whole body, mind, um, and, and spiritual care that, that patients need. Awesome. So th- these social workers, do they, I hate to say this, the word prod, how do they get the individual person that visits your center to to share their pressing needs or their concerns? Yeah, you know, I yeah, I th- well, I think that's a great question because you know a lot of seniors um, that that's not something that they they're used to, and and, and, and some are very resistant um, and not really interested in talking to someone else outside of the provider. And we certainly always ask the patients. You know, we may suggest that, but it's always the patient's decision. But I think with time, they, they really come to see that as a team, we're really trying to do the best thing for them. You know, our social workers are very specifically trained to work with seniors. Um, they definitely understand the challenges that seniors face, um, you know, financially, um, health-wise, mentally. And so we're really trying to to have people that know those needs and meet those needs of seniors. So, you know, and and it's not always, it has to be a face-to-face visit. Our social workers can reach out through, um, you know, telephone or video visits, and they're really just there to listen. You know, what is it that the patient needs? They can provide counseling. They can provide resources. So they really do a, a, a bunch of different things depending on the patient's needs. We just want patients to engage and feel comfortable, you know, sharing with us how we can support them. Okay. So tell our listeners what are some of the most pressing needs that your care team handles on a regular basis. Yeah. I mean, I think from, from a true social work need, I, I think one that I've seen tremendously is, is just transportation. A lot of people can't drive anymore and that may be from a physical thing they may not be able to see they don't hear as well um, or they have a condition that keeps them so we can really help to arrange transportation 
Um, we also, a lot of patients have trouble, you know, paying for medications, and so we can help with prescription assistance and, and getting medications um, paid for. But then I also think, you know, our behavioral health, um, our specialists are also a different type of social worker, a, a clinical social worker, and so they're able to help with those things like depression, um, isolation, loss of a loved one. You know, we, we go through grief, and that can be really hard, and just having sure. someone to talk to and listen to and talk, help you get through that is really important. So we can really provide a, a variety of services um, through our social work program. Okay, one other aspect I'm just thinking about some of the some of the concerns I've heard out there and needs is I feel throughout the country health um, medical literacy is not mm. is not there. It's not it's not the perfect ideal. What I'm trying to tell you is I I get. I'm in line sometimes at the pharmacy and I get people asking me, the non-clinician, interesting questions like, Gary, they recognize me, of course, because of radio <laughs> and my magazine. And I have, I'm taking this new medication and I'm in line to talk to the pharmacist. Oh, that's important. You know, the doctor never told me, take it four times a day. Well, does that mean four all at the same time in the morning? Four all at night? Do I space it? Do I eat food with it? And I said, he didn't tell you anything about the new medication? No. I just got it yesterday, and I came home, and I didn't understand what to do. So I said, well, I'm glad you're waiting in line. You probably could have called, but it's good. So that's one thing I hope your your Cinewell, uh does and helps people understand what the prescription and how to take it and what to do and the precautions, et cetera. I think it's critical. I, I, I've been seeing more and more people, even my, my age, in my intellect, not understanding some of these codes that some of these doctors are putting and pharmacists are putting on these labels, on these prescription bottle labels. Have you seen that recently? That is a tremendous problem, Gary. I think I absolutely agree. One of the biggest problems I see when we get new patients is that they're on a bunch of medicines and they don't actually know what any of them are for. Um, And because of that, they don't take them consistently, they're taking them incorrectly, or they're just not taking them at all. Um, because who wants to take something that they don't know the benefits versus the harm when no one took the time to explain that? So one, I think one of the great things about CenterWell is we give more time with our patients. So when you're sitting in a room with your physician or your nurse practitioner, you know, most of our visits are 40 minutes to an hour. So you really have that time. Yeah, really have that time for them to explain this is what this medication's for. This is how you should take it. You know, every visit you leave with an after-visit summary that should explain what the medication's about. At the same time, we also have those pharmacists um, that can really reach out and provide that extra education. You have some really complicated medications like insulin for diabetes or those inhalers for for our, you know, smoking COPD patients, our pharmacists can call and give extra education and make sure they're taking them correctly. They're taking them the right times of the day. Are they feeling bad when they start one? And maybe we need to try a different one. You know, the pharmacist communicates with the with the physician so we can make those changes. I like to say we're really thinking about you and trying to take care of you, not just when you're in the office with us, but in between until that next visit. If we if we wait three months till you come back to see your physician and you didn't take the medicine because you didn't understand, we're not doing our job. And so we want to think about you not just when you're with us, but when you're outside. And that's why we have that care team to help do that so we can make changes as we go so that we can actually improve your health. And, and not wait, you know, as you said, not wait till many months later to say I had a problem or 
or I, I had one good friend that decided he forgot to take his blood pressure medicine, so he decided to take 12 pills, you know, to back up himself, and of course he got hospitalized. I mean, you, yeah. it, it, that's the danger. You don't want to make you don't want to make those executive decisions too quickly without telling anyone, but uh, that you know causes a major problem. So, uh, in closing, tell us about how uh, seniors can reserve a spot of your upcoming events in in August and in coming months. What's the phone numbers? Yeah, so we have tons of events coming up in August, like I mentioned, um, and our centers are open eight to five. We have calendars of events out there that you can see. Like I said, bingo, there's some Medicare 101, so tons of things to, to engage seniors with. You can call our Shreveport Center at 318-642-9282 or the Bossier Center City, Bossier City Center at 318-606-6737 um, so that, um, you know, you can come in and ask about events, come in and schedule a tour. You, you know, we're really excited to be in the area and hope to see everybody. Well, that's great. Well, keep in touch. Tell your staff to keep informed in the best of times about all your upcoming events, and we'll help promote them for you. Again, thank you for joining us today on the Best of Times Radio Hour. You're always wonderful, and I uh, look forward to talking with you in the, in the very near future. If you're in the area, give me a call. I'd love to meet with you. Thanks, Gary. Nice talking to you. Take care. Thank you, everyone, for listening to our show today. Be sure to tell your friends to listen to our show next week for news that they can use and information that they might need. May God bless you and your family. God bless America. Have a great day and a great weekend. Thank you again for listening to our show. I'm Gary Kaligas, wishing you and yours the best of times both today and every day. Have a great day. Thanks for listening to the Best of Times Radio Hour here on 1017 FM and 710 Keel. Be sure to tune in next Saturday at 9 a.m. for more Best of Times. This is 1017 FM and 710 Keel.